0: Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and I'm back today to bring you some ideas that you can carry around with you. And the second you get a moment to show those ideas to anyone who will talk to you, because believe it or not, people are talking to each other again. People are getting vaxxed, getting fucking vaxxed out there, getting the needle in your arm. And you, you you, now can go and do some things. You can't do everything, but you can do some things. You can smoke weed. It's not criminalized anymore in the world. I'm from New York, so that's the world to me. So, yeah, you know. And you don't have to be miserable anymore. You don't have to be a guy who sits in his room at his desk, hunched over, crying on his dick while he's jerking off, going, I don't have anything. You don't have to be that guy anymore. And I'm here to make that announcement for you. So get up and go do something, please. I implore you to go do something. I was just talking to a good buddy of mine, and he was talking about how him and his brother are grown men, and they still just get into these wrestling matches with each other. And I, and I really thought that that was so interesting and funny. It's like, that's just, what, that's just what we do, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's what we do. I remember years ago, I was with my best friend, Turtle. He was at my first apartment that I ever lived in on my own. It was a studio apartment. And I'm going to explain to you the layout of this apartment. You walk into the door. To your immediate right, there's a kitchen. The kitchen... With a refrigerator and it was probably, I'm not exaggerating, the size of an airplane bathroom. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not making this up. <laughs> Smallest fucking kitchen in the world. However, the bathroom was gigantic. The bathroom was so big. The bathroom could have been... I, I, I wouldn't say you couldn't have fit a bed in it, but it was a big... Like You could fit more people in the bathroom than you could in the kitchen. And you know, when you have... I was like... 21 at the time living in this apartment and when you i was by myself and you know you have your friends come over and we all know that most house parties people end up kind of just being in the kitchen you end up everybody ends up kind of congregating in the kitchen a little bit so whenever we did that it was kind of like uh sardines in the kitchen just because the booze is in the kitchen the music is a little more faint in the kitchen. So you can actually have a conversation. People can go, so let me tell you about what's been going on with me and Dave. And it's like, oof, that's when you, you can get the fucking tea in the kitchen because the tea actually happens to be kept in the kitchen and you just end up there for some reason. I don't know, just always is. The beer is in the fridge and everybody's, you know, you can just, it's easy. You don't have to be that guy that's like every time someone stands up like, yo, man, would you mind beer and me? Thank you. Thanks, bro. Just like super thankful. Like you couldn't just get up and get to shit yourself. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, my old apartment, the bathroom was huge. It had sliding doors. And here's an embarrassing story, actually, I'm going to tell you. I got an embarrassing story for you. One night, back when I was fucking raging and drinking like a maniac on a consistent basis and it wasn't an issue to me it was an issue to anyone I dated (laughs) a little bit at some point or other it was an issue to anyone I was employed by at some point or other but it wasn't an issue to me which it for me and the way I operate Means that it's just oh it's okay for me to do until I have a problem with it, (laughs) it. you know what I mean? I feel like more people should be that way. I think if more people were like me, the world would be different. I'm not saying better, definitely different, a lot different. Um, so yeah, I had the sliding doors, and one night I came home way too late. I was hanging out with my best friend, the same guy that I mentioned. Oh, this is what I'm going to get to by why I brought up the studio apartment, by the way. Anyway, we were wrestling one day. I put him in a fucking headlock and he said, you tried to kill your friend. But truth be told, he was just running his mouth too much. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why boys do that to each other. It's like, well, the only way I know how to win this debate is by using my physical strength to overpower you so you can't move anymore. It's weird. You know what I mean? That's what happened in Lord of the Flies, right? Somebody had to be in charge and somebody died. And that's just how society is. That's. That's politics for you, baby. But anyway, um, that's something totally different. But So one night I came home annihilated. And I lived alone. So I didn't have that. It was like my first time not having to worry about my mom looking at me the next day like, Well, what time did you get home last night? You know what I mean? Because I was 21 and I was a a man now, mom. And I'm ready to live my life and you can't tell me shit. Because I do what I want. Because I pay rent in this fucking house, right? So I... Got home and went to bed with my clothes on. Didn't happen all the time, but it did happen on this particular time. And I woke up and I thought in my mind it was the next it was a Saturday night. Sunday, Saturday night, New York City. Sunday, I had to be I had to work Sundays at the time, but I had to work a little bit later. Like I think I had to be at work at like noon or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. It's pretty far behind me. So I woke up thinking, I woke up almost late, so I got up, still groggy, because I think I got home at like fucking six in the morning, and I got up, still groggy, I go and get into my sliding door fucking shower, and I'm washing my body, and at some point, I slip, my feet come out from underneath me like the fucking floor had ice on it, and I bang my head so hard against the wall in the shower. It was honestly one of the scariest things that ever happened to me because I lived alone at the time. And... It really made me realize oh shit like all those commercials about like old people having like those alarms that go off when they fall in the kitchen or some shit or in the bathroom Bathroom's probably one of the most dangerous places to fall because all the surfaces are so hard that there's a strong likelihood that you could probably just die or become paralyzed from banging your fucking head against the thing and now your spine is all fucked and you know we saw million dollar baby you know what happens so that was terrifying. Like, I actually laid on the shower floor for a minute with the shower falling on me. I was late to work that day and I still didn't change my ways. I was like, well, that doesn't happen all the time. So I just got up and I just continued to live that kind of lifestyle for years. For fucking years. Um, and it was kind of embarrassing to me at the time, but now it's it's part of my journey, right? Like things that are embarrassing to you When you're younger, stories that you like won't even tell your best friend, like shit that happens to you in private that you won't even tell your best friend about until like some significant amount of time has passed. Those stories, you end up becoming more comfortable casually talking about them as you get older because you're like, it's part of my story, you know, I don't do that anymore. If you still do that, you probably would never talk about it though, right? Unless you're just a shameless motherfucker shameless I actually went on a show recently a virtual twitch channel show called art smackdown hosted by a couple of guys I know shout out to Mark Stetson shout out to who else was in that show sorry Micah Sherman a couple of guys that I knew from doing comedy at the pit people's improv theater in New York City and um, they invited me on this show and it was a great time great audience great crowd great energy and uh, so basically, you have to draw a picture. <laughs> it's a challenge. You draw a picture. You have 30 minutes to create a masterpiece. And, and then you get voted who wins. But in the beginning of the story, I I'm, in the beginning of the show, at the top of the show, I'm new to the show. I'm coming on as the challenger. And so I had to introduce myself and tell the people about myself a little bit. And I did this thing that we do sometimes when we meet new people, right? You know when you meet new people... And you start telling a story about something. And the second you start telling the story, you regret starting that story because you don't want people to have that first impression of you. So I started telling this fucking story on the show about, about this one time that I said something really mean to my mom. I'm like, yo, at the top of the show, I'm opening with. Hey, none of you people know who I am. Let me tell you about this time I was a real dickhead to my mom and made her sad, and later on made me really sad thinking about why I was so unnecessarily mean. Uh oh, sneeze, coming. Oh, false alarm. Yeah. So, and I just had to, I just had to go with it because it was all eyes on me, and I had already begun telling the story, but. I just hate that feeling of, yeah, God, I instantly regret this the second I start going down this path. What makes your brain go there? It's just an uncontrollable thing, right? You don't know what's going to happen sometimes if you have, like, if you're like a compulsive person like that. You know what I mean? It's probably like the same thing that happens to you when you're being tickled. You're being tickled, you can't control how you react to it. I was just saying the other day something else about something that you can't control but back to the tickling thing tickling is an interesting thing to me i happen to be a human being hello i happen to be a person who's actually super ticklish and my wife will tickle me occasionally and it it makes me nervous because you don't know how your body's gonna move and swing around when you're being tickled and you can end up backhanding the shit out of your whoever's doing it to you and i don't want to fucking i don't want to slap the shit out of my wife excuse me sorry about that. that was gross I don't want to slap the shit out of my wife because she's doing something she thinks is funny, right? But I'm like, yo, man, don't tickle me because tickling, getting tickled sucks. You're just kind of powerless over it. it doesn't matter who it is. Like if you're getting to, if you're if you have to wrestle somebody who's like the size of the Rock and you and they're tickless and you start tickling them, chances are you could probably win that you could win that wrestling match. You know what I mean? You could wrestle them down into a headlock while tickling them. You know, so I started getting curious. And I don't know if you guys ever seen, there's actually a documentary that came out in 2016 called Tickled. And it's about this underground tickling ring. (laughs) Super strange, super weird. I'm going to say that it was weird because that's how I feel about it. A bunch of people would get into a ring. There's a couple of guys getting down to their underwear, get into a ring, and just start tickling each other. And uh, it was like this. Seem kind of like this fetish fantasy situation, but you guys should look at the documentary because the people who were running the thing used it to fuck with people in their personal lives and their professional lives. It was um, it was pretty messed up, but and it kind of ruined people's careers and it, you know. But yeah, you should check it out. It's called Tickled if you're interested. But let me explain to you what a tickle is. A tickle a tickle is considered a phenomena it is a one t- one type of tickling is caused by very light movement across the skin very light movement tickling and and believe it or not tickling was originally used as a torture by the ancient romans and you know what now that i think about it tickling does feel like torture it's torturous Because you cannot do anything. I think anything that you can't do anything about that's happening to you is torturous. It's like fucking sleep paralysis. And you're sitting there and you fucking... Your eyes are open and you're conscious of what's going on. But your body can't do anything. And the fucking nun from The Nun from The Conjuring movies is walking slowly towards you. And you're sitting there because it's kind of a dream, right? Yo, the brain is a fucking interesting, crazy, incredible machine, Like, it's a computer. It's a... You can make yourself believe anything. You can look up any information you want. You can repress information. Right? You can do a lot. So, basically, it was used as uh, torture by the ancient Romans. It's also used in sexual fetishism, fetishism, where it is known as tickle torture. And the Institute kind of Research found that robotic arms used to tickle people are just as effective as human arms. Man, like people really have spent the time to do their homework on tickling. Raise your hand if you're tickless, ladies and gentlemen, and then you raise your hand and the person next to you starts tickling you because that's like a prime time spot, right? Right into the armpit, boom. But what if somebody's wearing a tank top and you catch their deodorant? Remember when somebody would have a tank top on and they lift their arm up and you see the little crumbs of the... The, the fucking deodorant just in their armpit hair. Isn't that shit gross? Has anyone died from tickling? However, there are in fact records of death-inducing tickling. Joseph Kohut, a homosexual prisoner in World War II, claimed to have witnessed Nazi officers uh, tortured a fellow prisoner through tickling until he died. Are, is he sure that they were not tickling and stabbing this man to death at the same time? Who knows? Who knows? But that shit sounds fucking crazy to even think about. I'm about to start saying whenever my wife is tickling me, stop tickling me. I could die from this. Show some respect. I already said no. No means no. So how did tickling start, you ask? One theory is that being ticklish evolved as a defense mechanism to protect vulnerable areas of the body and to show submission. In fact, the body movements of someone being tickled often mimic those of someone in severe pain. Older research shows both pain and touch nerve receptors are triggered... Wait, both pain and touch nerve receptors are triggered during tickling. Huh. That actually makes a lot of sense. But again, it's one of them things you can't control, right? Like... I was thinking the other day about how happy I am to be a grown-up adult. And the reason why is because when you're a child, the adults, who also don't know what the fuck they're doing with their lives, have the audacity to sit down and get mad at you for things you can't control. Right? Like, if I was sitting in a classroom and the teacher said a word that I thought sounded funny and I bursted out laughing, I could get in trouble for laughing. And then the teacher's like, stop laughing at that. And I'm like... I didn't have the fucking, I wasn't like, I didn't have the presence of mind or the maturity to go, I'm sorry, ma'am, but you said something that sounded funny to me. It tickled me and I can't control that because I think that could be a form of tickling too, right? You know, when you hear something funny and you just burst out laughing like, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. And I can't control that I'm laughing at this. Like, if you're genuinely laughing, you cannot just stop laughing, right? You can can attempt to stop laughing. Sometimes trying to stop laughing makes you laugh more. Which, honestly, that doesn't happen as often as it used to for me. But when it does happen, it's fucking glorious, isn't it? You know when you just go on one of those laugh fits? You You just can't stop laughing. I love that. What does suck is if you're watching a movie at a movie theater, which you can now go to again, you're watching a movie and you're missing parts of the movie because somebody's having a laugh fit and it's like, well now I definitely have to go home and watch this shit again because I get it, Vince Vaughn is hilarious, but I don't know what the fuck's going on now, but good for that person for enjoying their laugh fit, you know, I love a good laugh fit, man, I really do. God, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm sipping on the mud water again. I got to say, if you guys haven't tried it yet, if you're looking for an alternative to coffee, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to get real personal with you guys. I would take a sip of coffee immediately feel like like I'm going to fucking have to use the bathroom. Got to take a shit. Run into the bathroom. Not anymore. Not with this mud water. It's healthy. It tastes healthy too. But not in a bad way. You know when something tastes healthy and you're like, oh, God, what is this fucking, what is this dirt and grass? Like, no, it's not like that. It's got lion's mane in it. You know what I mean? Just working on that mighty roar. That's what I'm doing. But yeah, no, so... Go to my Instagram page and click on... Click on the link in my bio. And you too can develop your mighty roar with this lion's mane and this mudwater baby. And there's a discount code automatically attached to your purchase. So enjoy that. Because I'm in a giving mood. Um... Yeah, so people used to really torture people through tickling. And I get it. Can you imagine being chained up to a wall and somebody's tickling you and you can't do shit? That sounds miserable. <clears throat> that sounds miserable. I remember going to the doctor for a checkup. And then they got to do that thing. Well, I guess they are checking for lumps or something around your pelvic area. You know what I mean? And I remember being a little kid thinking it was like, this is kind of weird, right? Like, it's like my dick is over here. like, And, and, and they'd be like using the two finger method where they're like, pressing on your pelvis that shit used to drive me crazy and i've kicked doctors i once kicked a dog too when i was a kid i'm not proud of that but like my kick game was crazy i was also a sneakerhead. hey no but yeah so being tickled is no fun and i want you guys Next time you're tickling somebody because you think it's fun, or even a child who can't verbalize uh, whether or not they want you to stop, you should probably just stop because nobody likes that shit. Have you ever met anyone that likes being tickled? I mean, obviously, like there's, the, I don't understand the fetishism aspect of it, but I'm, and I'm not here to kink shame, but I will say it's hard for me to kind of wonder. It's like, okay, do you, is the person getting the pleasure the tickler? Like, are you getting off on tickling this person or is the person being tickled the uh, person receiving the pleasure? There's just part of me that finds that a little bit confusing. I don't know. But uh, guys, listen, I want you to ponder this and I want you to go think about it. Talk to some of your ticklish friends. You know what I mean? Don't be shy. You've known these people for a long time. You call them friends. Ask them if they're ticklish. You know, how ticklish are you? What do you mean? And then start tickling them and see what they do while they're holding a fucking hot beverage in their hand. See what happens. Could get fun. Could get interesting. Um, But thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for checking out my latest episode of Corey Has a Guest. There will be another one coming up next month. The uh, guest is a surprise. But just know it's going to be awesome. It's going to be dope. A nice another perspective from another human who has lived a different type of life. Which is the whole purpose of this shit, baby. Talking to people, gaining experience and gaining perspective. Because that's what this shit is all about. You know what I mean? We're trying to better ourselves. We're trying to grow. We're trying to become the best version of ourselves we can be, right? That's the kind of mental health that we need to be focused on, baby. Right? And uh, follow the show. Like it. Share it. Subscribe to it. Share the shit with your friends. Uh, write me a review. Send me a goddamn fucking nice email on podcast at gmail.com saying how much you love the fucking show maybe you know and maybe one day and if you know anybody that you think would be a great guest on the show fucking send them my way i'd love to talk to them all right have a great day you guys take care of yourselves take care of the people you love and i'll talk to you real soon bye